Welcome to Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, and I'm in studio this week with guest co-host Dr. Erica Way from Beyond Chiropractic. Dr. Erica Way um, is a chiropractor, obviously, and she also does functional nutrition and medicine, advanced QNRT. She is a co-founding member with me and many others at this Community for Higher Consciousness, which um, is brought to you with the Edge magazine and the School for Higher Consciousness. And I'm delighted to be uh, have her as a guest co-host today as we explore sovereignty and pathways to get you free with heart-centered thought leaders who are curious and conscious and connected. Um, and today we're really going to start to dive into what are some things that we might not even initially be aware of that block our pathways to becoming free and truly and authentically ourselves. And some of them that Dr. Erica and I are going to explore together are those heart walls that we may have developed as, you know, at different points in our life, often as young children, but not always limited to that experience um, that were set up for protection or miasms that are considered weak spots where disease or patterning may express, um, and many other things. We'll see where today brings us, but welcome, Dr. Erica. Thanks for being in studio with me. Well, thank you, Elizabeth, and I really am honored to be here today, and I just am so excited that you are following this path to bring this light and knowledge and power um, and put it out there on the radio waves that that takes a lot of energy, and I just want you to know I really appreciate all of that and, and having me on. Well, the feeling is very mutual, and I'm grateful for your voice in this in this conversation because um, you have years of wisdom and experience in trial and error and um, just beautiful vulnerability that you bring to this conversation around higher consciousness, sovereignty, authenticity, and uh, – I'm I'm glad to have you in it. So great. Um, so let's dive in today around this idea of heart walls. Now, you know, for the listeners, Dr. Erica and I are both um, tr- have been trained in um, ancestry and other lifetimes, and creating sacred spaces and helping the collective disconnect from the heavier issues, so that their systems can hold more light. And both of us work with practitioners, you know, differently, but (laughs) uh, work with people differently as practitioners. But um, we share that commonality and that training and and part of that training, but it's not limited to that modality, is this idea of heart walls. Um, And I know other modalities also, you know, address heart walls in different ways. Um, but let's just share with the community of um, people in the conversation, what is a heart wall and, and why do they get, why do we do them? <laughs> I mean, why do work with them? yeah. So um, first of all, what I will say is that um, I will give um, a shout out to the developer of QNRT quantum neuro reset therapy, Dr. John Turner from um, Georgia and he put so much work into this along with a group of people 
And so he refers to them as emotional hearts. And I, I bring this up because it's how I use it is in the QNRT process in large part. But here's how I describe it to my patients. If you have um, an experience at four years old, mm-hmm. uh, mom and dad are fighting, there's a big screaming match, or maybe you see your dad hit your mom. You are experiencing that and it is being stored through the the brain of a four-year-old, through the development of a four-year-old. And when we do not have the emotional intelligence or the emotional IQ to process that information, we we protect our hearts. We put a heart wall there. It just, and, and what ends up happening is like, it's, we have this whole trauma and we can't get to it. So I don't know if you've heard of biofilms or what, what bacteria and or parasites might do in your body or in the intestines is they'll put this whole protective sheath around themselves. So the, Immune system knows something's there that just can't get at it. I don't know. That's the example that came to my head, but, but it's <laughs> yeah. just, right? yep. following. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay. But, but I mean, so it becomes this protective armor that we have, which serves us. Well, it helps us survive. It, it helps that. us. It helps us survive that intense moment right. where we didn't have agency or didn't feel like we had agency as that four-year-old witnessing that extreme uh, anger, emotional outburst, physical abuse Mm -hmm. that, you know, to use the example you bring forward. Mm -hmm. And so it's like brilliant in that moment to help us get through it, but it is not sustainable if we want to grow into our full potential. Well, I, but we can't, we can't grow into our full potential. Like you say, Elizabeth, if we have all of this armor on, Correct. you know, I right. Mean, I mean, that's it, why it, I'm it's saying it's a brilliant, small. it's a brilliant moment and, yes. and we need to address it. We need to actually help it leave. We need that armor to, especially right now on the planet, as we're stepping into a more heart centered consciousness. Right. We can't access that heart-centered consciousness if we're always protecting it well, from right. the four-year-old. We're being called to do it. And I'll tell you something. I literally have personally felt it. I've seen it with patients. They literally have heart palpitations or what they might consider a heart symptom. And, of course, always go to your doctor and get that. You know, we're, we don't mess around with that. But I'm telling you, we physically feel tightness in the chest. We've all experienced it when we have an emotion and we can't even explain it. So, and those uh, heart walls can be small or big, right? Like, yes, they and can. radius. They can indeed. And, um, you know, I find that the miasms, uh, the heart walls, belief systems, it's almost like they, they create each other. It's like they become one living organism and we have to know how to get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, how to approach it. Because for example, shame is a heart wall. Mm-hmm. And so shame is, um, is the belief that you aren't lovable, that you aren't 
loving and that you aren't loved. Hmm. That's that you are a bad person. And we can receive that information in many different ways. So, um, so we have, it can be a miasm. It can be a heart wall for an individual child, but it can also be a miasm where, uh, you know, the miasm as John Turner describes it is, um, an inherited weakness or an underlying predisposition to a chronic illness, a general susceptibility to an ongoing pattern of disease. And so... In Ayurveda, we call that a kave gunya, which is... Kave gunya. Which is your weak spot. So each mm-hmm. of us might have a weak spot, and if the right conditions are met, it will express. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like, you know, the the causes and the effect, it, like if, if the water get the water and the sunlight come to that weak spot, <laughs> it will express and grow. And if, and often it is stems from stress, chronic stress. Right. But, right. Which is interesting because stress is also generational. Mm-hmm. And so there's a book called, um, it didn't start with you. And I do not know the author <laughs> and, but look it up. I, I should, I don't have that at my, the, on the tip of my tongue, but he talks about, and here's the one story that always stayed with me that he was dealing with a woman who wanted to commit suicide. She's 37 years old. They lived in Detroit, Michigan. And the thing that was really odd about it is that she wanted to jump into a molten vat of steel in one of the steel hmm. manufacturers there. That's aggressive, you think. Um, but what they realized is that, and she didn't know it at the time, is that her grandmother escaped Nazi Germany, um, dyed her hair blonde and married a Catholic. You can read about that story in his book. Um, and everyone else in her family died in the gas chambers. Hmm. So it's genetically in her being. And so anytime then you would have some kind of a trauma, whatever that is, that was experienced in the ancestry, it amplifies your trauma and your response to it. Um, A really good example is I find that working with women who were not sexually abused in childhood, but their mothers were, have the same symptoms of that or almost like they have the trauma themselves. Hmm. And that's just an example, but, but it, you know, how does that, how does that show up? Well, when I work with the, with the process of QNRT, we discovered that it, it was a miasm of shame, not necessarily a heart wall, and then it goes back in the mother's generation and we go back X amount of generations. And the only way we would know that honestly is by, you know, the daughter knowing the story hmm. typically. Um, and, and sometimes we, we might make an assumption or, or if it's five generations back, they might know that, the great, great, great grandmother worked on a farm with, you know, I mean, so sometimes we don't know, mm-hmm. but we can still clear the reaction to it and the trigger by releasing the miasm of shame. So let's back up for a second. 
Mm-hmm. And as we look at heart walls, you mentioned some of the physical sensations, like it might be heart palpitations. It might mm-hmm. feel like you're armored, like you can't actually get breath there or you can't actually really access that heart space physically. Right. But what, what are some other signs and symptoms that you might have a heart wall, you know, if you're not attuned to energetically seeing them or right. know, knowing and, that they're there? Right. And and I will tell you that it can be anywhere in the body you can have a symptom. Mm-hmm. But But I find that when someone keeps coming up with unlovable or someone keeps coming up with um, abandonment or rejection. And, and again, my understanding was that's how Dr. Turner said, there's got to be something more because we keep going over this and over this and we're not finding the solution. And so then we, then he explored the heart wall piece and then de- uh, developed a technique to subconscious, to clear the subconscious belief systems and experiences and traumas that keep that heart wall in place. And so what, um, I mean, I, you probably can't explain the whole process, but what does it look like? If So I come to you and you've diagnosed or sensed or tuned in that I have feelings of unlovability, abandonment, rejection, possibly some heart palpitations. Maybe it's expressing in different parts of my body, mentally, emotionally, physically, and so what does, what do you do next? Like, how do you clear a heart wall or, or like through Q, you know, for listeners that have no idea what QNRT might be? Right. Well, fun fact, it, it can be hard to describe. Like you say, you've had the process of QNRT and yep. very hard to describe. Um, and so I would love to do that. It might take a little bit more time than what we have now before our next break, if you'd like me to, to wait until we do. Yeah, we, we can, yeah, we can bring that forward in the next segment. Didn't mean to mm-hmm. ask you a big, uh, how to, and, and not give you the space to answer the why, and the how so. <laughs> no, I just wanted, I, I see the time and I wanted to be respectful, but suffice to say that it's a combination of things that, um, that lead to how we figure that out. And I'll explain that when we get, when we get into our next segment. That sounds great. And if people wanted to locate you, uh, why don't you give a brief shout out to your website or how they can contact you? They can email me uh, through my website at beyondchiropractic.com and I'll respond to that. Or they can call and leave a message at the clinic, which is 651-288-1988. Awesome. Thank you so much, Erica, for being in studio today as we explore the heart walls, miasms, belief systems that may block our pathways to sovereignty and that we actually have opportunity to get free and step into our authenticity, freedom, and fullest potential. Stay tuned. This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and our guest co-host, Dr. Erica Way. I'm Elizabeth Sullivan, owner of Soma Soul Sovereignty. I teach people to transform and heal their bodies, minds, and spirits and manifest higher consciousness. My hope with Soma Soul Sovereignty is that you open up to the power to heal yourself. 
We believe the power to heal is within each of us. It supports us coming home to ourselves and our authenticity. The alchemy of Soma Yoga, Ayurveda, energy medicine, and multidimensional healing is a synergistic approach that supports this self-healing state within and around us. It is filled with common sense and a deep understanding of the beauty for life and consciousness. It reminds us that our true divine nature is light aligned with love, and when we orientate toward it, much releases, heals, and transforms. Experience the power and freedom within and ways to support your body, mind, and spirit being unified. Soma Soul Sovereignty, awaken to your light within. For more information, visit elizabethsullivan.love or somasoulsovereignty.com. That's somasoulsovereignty.com. At the School for Higher Consciousness, we are committed to raising the level of consciousness on the planet by educating and empowering people to grow, evolve, and live well. The School for Higher Consciousness is dedicated to supporting people through this critical time on the planet. Our classes provide a path that deeply connects you to your inner power and higher levels of consciousness. At the School for Higher Consciousness, we inspire, teach, and empower people to develop the skills and practices needed to energetically heal, grow, and connect more fully to their life purpose. The School for Higher Consciousness is building a global community grounded in the power of collaboration, the spirit of unity, consciousness, and the joy of human connection to help usher in a new model for a new era. Our programs include the Energetic Healing Program, Conscious Leadership Transforms, The Physical Alchemist, and much more. They are rooted in wisdom and designed to support your continued growth and transformation. This is Elizabeth from Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, and I hope you register and learn more at schoolforhigherconsciousness.com. That's schoolforhigherconsciousness.com. At some point, we've all probably felt like we're stuck in a rut when it comes to our health. Whether it's something physical, digestive, or emotional, you may have even gone to the doctor only to feel like the root causes weren't being addressed. So why not try another approach? This is Dr. Erica Way with Beyond Chiropractic. I'm a holistic practitioner that will take the time to empower you to transform so you can manifest your optimal life. At Beyond Chiropractic, we use QNRT, Quantum Neuro Reset Therapy. QNRT resets the brain's response to emotional triggers by addressing past and present trauma. By resetting the brain's response to emotional trauma, you can clear the way for your physical body to heal. Don't let unresolved issues hold you back. Go to beyondchiropractic.com and discover the answers your health deserves. Find out more and how to book an appointment at beyondchiropractic.com. Does your child struggle with sensory issues? Do they fight getting dressed in the morning, or are they anxious to go to school? Are they easily overwhelmed and overstimulated by lights and sounds? At Whole Family Chiropractic, we love helping parents understand why their child is struggling, and more importantly, how to help. We use safe, gentle, and effective neurologically-based chiropractic to help your child's brain feel calm, safe, and organized. For more info, visit sensoryhelpmn.com. That's sensoryhelpmn.com. Would you like to create more freedom in your life? Developing higher consciousness and sovereignty is the currency for that freedom. Transformation expert Nancy Claremont-Cart with The Joy Effect empowers leaders to transform their lives and impact using conscious leadership principles. Nancy is offering a transformational eight-week group coaching program Conscious Leadership Transforms, starting October 24th, to help leaders create more joy, abundance, and freedom. Register now at nancyclaremontcar.com. This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and guest co-host Dr. Erica Way from Beyond Chiropractic. 
And we're in studio today exploring heart walls, miasms, which are weak spots in the system or patterns, and belief systems that may present themselves as opportunities to get curious, conscious, and explore how to get free and step onto that pathway that leads you into sovereignty, which is kind of being seated in yourself and your authentic, fullest potential. So before, in segment one, I brought forward unfairly, uh, hey, how do we clear these heart walls? What does QNRT look like? Because some of the listeners may be sitting there wondering, what? So first of all, tell us what QNRT stands for. Again. It's, yeah, it stands for Quantum Neuro Reset Therapy. So big words. Um <laughs> Hence the acronym. <laughs> Hence the acronym. Uh, and what does a, like? Okay, so you've deduced. I've come. You know, I've come to you. I've experienced QNRT, um, but our listeners may not have. Uh, and so, someone comes to you. Let's say it's me, and you notice, hey, Elizabeth has a heart wall uh, that's connected to some of these belief systems from whenever. <laughs> They were developed, maybe a certain age or stage. And um, we're going to try to clear this heart wall because I don't want it. I, I want to be able to access this powerful aspect of myself. Well, so let me just start with this. So QNRT was based on the work of Dr. Hammer, who... 50 years ago, a little over 50 years ago now, developed something called German New Medicine. Hmm. And you can go to learngermannewmedicine.com to understand, you know, to kind of start exploring it. And he developed testicular cancer four months after his son was brutally murdered. And so he began his journey to understand how could a healthy man who was a doctor, get um, cancer. And so he started exploring these lesions in the brain that looked like anomalies on x-rays. And then he went down to the germ layer and into the embryonic development to come up with understanding what types of triggers and events impacted what part of the brain and therefore what part of the body. A lot of information in German new medicine, but I want to give you a big picture about that because it's important to understand that through the development of the fetus and the germ layers and how the brain develops, it connects different organs to different brain lobes. So that's super important to understand that. And then different body parts to different brain lobes. So we use a process of um, muscle response therapy where we are activating the mechanoreceptors in the joint to access the central nervous system. We're using the photon receptors in the cells using lasers of different colors to activate or to see where we're finding you might say a weakness, but where we're finding something that isn't congruent with strength, right? Hmm. And so through that process and then 
through different eye movements to understand which brain lobe we're dealing with, we create a story. And so it comes in words or in statements. And so I tell my clients, as I told you, what we're doing is we're dumping out the jigsaw puzzle, <laughs> we're flipping over all the pieces, trying to find the edges, and then separate them by color. And then we put together the story. So we might get the feeling of being betrayed. We might get a heart wall of shame with our father at age four, um, feeling unsafe and feeling unconfident. Mm -hmm. And then um, like the shame heart wall could be um, I, that I can't be true to myself. So then, and here's something fun. So, you know, we say, okay, so what comes up when we talk about your dad, age four? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Okay, well, where were you living at age four? And then, and honestly, not many of us can remember age four. So we can talk about it in terms of what was your relationship like with your dad in general? Okay, well, I, I don't remember. My dad left or whatever. Okay, so... So then we say, okay, well, how is this ha showing up now in your life? Who are you having a relationship with this? Like, And then it's like, oh, my husband. Okay. So then whenever, and, and sometimes we don't remember, right? 88% of the brain is unconscious and, and is we don't remember. So we can reset the hypothalamus without having to have the memory. Um, but and the hypothalamus is important. I know we spoke about it in the previous show you were on with me, but the hypothalamus right. is important in this because because it's the epicenter of the of all of our emotions, and it's like the convergence of that and how we take in our experiences, which are the cranial nerve, sight, sound, viscera. We kind of use the vagus nerve as cranial nerve thirteen, which of course it is not, but that's how we look at it because sure. we can take things in just by our sheer visceral reaction to something, mm -hmm. but facial nerve, um, sight balance. So we look at all of those different ways. And then when we reset the hypothalamus, what we'll test for is which cranial nerves you seem to have taken that experience in with. Hmm. And so we go through a process with that. And what, once someone goes through this QNRT process around, you know, the belief that you've identified based on the presentation of this heart wall and myism and belief, what do, like, what do people, what have you noticed doing QNRT for yourself? Um, what do other people notice? Like, what are, what's the benefit? What's the outcome? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of fun stories. Um, <laughs> you can pick I one, know, right? I know. I'm like, which one? Do pick I want pick to? one and, and share with uh, share with the share with the community. Well, I I will share with this dear young woman that I was working with, um, and I'd worked with her for a long time, but she was in college. She called wanting to get her hormones fixed because she wasn't having her cycle anymore. Hmm. And we had a discussion over the phone when we were making the appointment. And what it turned out with is that she's exercising um, about 600 more calories a day than she's eating. And I said, oh, okay. So we need you to come in because you have an eating disorder. 
and you have an exercise disorder and there's a reason why you do. So let's figure out what that is. And she said, well, I'm four hours away. And I said, when are you home? And she said, I'm home this week. And I said, well, then we need to get after this because that's a very significant situation. And of course she was seeing other practice, you know, she was, uh, I was helping her with the emotional piece. So we did eight sessions in one week, wow. morning, afternoon, morning, afternoon, morning, afternoon. And there were heart walls and there were um, core drivers, negative life patterns. These are all the things that come up all around her childhood. And, um, and I won't get into all of the details, but it's, you know, there was alcoholism in the home and then there was, you know, one parent didn't have, was experiencing this fear of not being in control and, and offered that with perfectionism and all of the, how this all impacted her. Right. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of that week, you know, she was gone. And then I checked back in with her in about a month and she had gained weight. She had gotten her cycle back. She had changed her relationship with her mom and she was able to move on. Wow. Now, does she have other things that she needs to work on? Don't we all? But, but I mean, that was a very good example of how getting after something that is the emotional piece. Were there other things? What if she hadn't gotten her period back? Well, absolutely. Is that would we have done some functional medicine tests? Would we have referred her to X, Y, and Z? But that was a really good example. Um, another real fun one. And, and there were heart walls. Um, about shame, because being unlovable is a lot, and then abandonment and rejection, that this woman came in for, she was a runner, she had pain as a result of running. And she kept saying, you know, um, well, my husband, my husband's, um, he gets mad real easy. So she's trying to handle these two children who happen to be on the spectrum. And so she she had a, a lot going on. And, and so, um, I just recommended that we do some Q&RTs because she just didn't have the ability to speak her truth with her husband. Hmm. And so then, um, you know, after about eight sessions over, I don't know, a period of probably four or five months, I didn't see her again until running season the next mm-hmm. year. And I said, so how are things? I mean, how, how are things going at home? And she said, well, my husband thinks I'm mean. I'm like, oh, does he? <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, so you're able to say how you feel? Yeah. Well, because she had to clear some of the things that she had with her dad who wasn't very nice to her. So, so I'm just saying that when we cover, take these layers off, whether they're heart walls or miasms or belief systems that we're unlovable or we're not good enough or we can't be true to ourselves, we blossom like the snow melting off of the dirt and the seeds finally being able to rise and grow. I mean, it's just amazing what releasing and because re, it is a release. You, you have reset the hypothalamus. It isn't like, Oh, it's going to come back. I mean, we might have other experiences that made us feel unlovable, but it's, it's, it's the freedom mm. from that. And it's, it can be almost instantaneous, yeah. Is it typically, I mean, coincidentally, both examples you gave were eight sessions. Is it typically eight sessions or is it that was just coincidental? That in this instance was coincidental. Got sure. it. Okay. I just wasn't sure if there was secret sauce like. No secret sauce. Um, 
I had one girl who was afraid of flying. And so, and she got a new job, which she needed to fly. And we did one. Oh, wow. And yeah. she was able to fly. She was able to fly. Freedom. But it had to do with her mother lying to her about smoking. Um, and she caught her mom smoking when she was eight. Huh. How does that connect? Hard telling. <laughs> it's interesting that like. I mean, yeah. It's how the brain's wired. I, well, it was fear of death. She was afraid of her mom dying from sure. smoking. So I don't know how that, you know, and again, here's the good news, Elizabeth. Doesn't you don't matter. Have to know that. Yeah. We, we reset the hypothalamus. I mean, we can have. I mean, I remember when you could smoke on airplanes and there was the no smoking and the smoking. I was a young child. I wasn't a smoker at that point. Right. I mean, actually, I wasn't ever, didn't ever become a smoker, but I remember going on airplanes and we would sit in the non smoking section. And then the row behind us would be the smoking section. So I'm not, you know, we're in confined space. I'm not sure how that all works, but. <laughs> well, I, clearly it didn't. So they changed it. But, but that's interesting. I never even thought about that. So, but that's the beauty of it because the mind is so infinitely complex, but resetting it with words and congruent statements, which is what we do um, using the cranial nerves and using uh, the, the photon receptors in the cell. I mean, it's that whole combination and then having someone who has been trained in some of these more advanced processes in QNRT. And the photon receptors in the cell, can you, just for a moment, can you speak to that? Why is that important for people to understand? Well, because we have to activate the nervous system on several levels. So we're, if we're looking at a tissue like the liver or ovaries or uterus, we are, we have to activate that tissue and we can do that using the photon receptors in each cell. So, I mean, it's really getting the, to the cellular level with that. Mm. And we are light beings. I mean, when you translate the uh, term human, it means light being. And so we want to be able to absorb and emit as much light as possible and everything is a frequency of light, right? From Which the- is why we use several different colors, um, depending. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. That that correlates to um, frequency do you want- for sure. Yeah, and so those colors um, de- depend on what someone needs in the moment for that QNRT. Right. Different processes you utilize different laser colors. Beautiful. Stunning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is fascinating work that you have delved into um, and a uh, wide range of how to address those those heart walls, those miasms, those belief systems that um, can get really trapped in the subconscious. And the more light we bring to that, the, the easier it is to let that transform. Well, those are the messages on the chalkboard right? We were born perfect. And then we get all this, all this gobbledygook and we need to transform that. Yeah. Clean the, clean the chalkboard. This Mm -hmm. is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and Dr. Erica Way, my guest co-host, as we explore how to get yourself free from some of the things you didn't even realize were blocking you. We'll be back.
Elizabeth Sullivan, owner of Selma Soul Sovereignty. I teach people to transform and heal their bodies, minds, and spirits and manifest higher consciousness. My hope with Selma Soul Sovereignty is that you open up to the power to heal yourself. We believe the power to heal is within each of us. It supports us coming home to ourselves and our authenticity. The alchemy of Selma Yoga, Ayurveda, energy medicine, and multidimensional healing is a synergistic approach that supports this self-healing state within and around us. It is filled with common sense and a deep understanding of the beauty for life and consciousness. It reminds us that our true divine nature is light aligned with love, and when we orientate toward it, much releases, heals, and transforms. Experience the power and freedom within and ways to support your body, mind, and spirit being unified. Soma Soul Sovereignty, awaken to your light within. For more information, visit elizabethsullivan.love or somasoulsovereignty.com. That's somasoulsovereignty.com. At the School for Higher Consciousness, we are committed to raising the level of consciousness on the planet by educating and empowering people to grow, evolve, and live well. The School for Higher Consciousness is dedicated to supporting people through this critical time on the planet. Our classes provide a path that deeply connects you to your inner power and higher levels of consciousness. At the School for Higher Consciousness, we inspire, teach, and empower people to develop the skills and practices needed to energetically heal, grow, and connect more fully to their life purpose. The School for Higher Consciousness is building a global community grounded in the power of collaboration, the spirit of unity, consciousness, and the joy of human connection to help usher in a new model for a new era. Our programs include the Energetic Healing Program, Conscious Leadership Transforms, The Physical Alchemist, and much more. They are rooted in wisdom and designed to support your continued growth and transformation. This is Elizabeth from Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, and I hope you register and learn more at schoolforhigherconsciousness.com. That's schoolforhigherconsciousness.com. At some point, we've all probably felt like we're stuck in a rut when it comes to our health. Whether it's something physical, digestive, or emotional, you may have even gone to the doctor only to feel like the root causes weren't being addressed. So why not try another approach? This is Dr. Erica Way with Beyond Chiropractic. I'm a holistic practitioner that will take the time to empower you to transform so you can manifest your optimal life. At Beyond Chiropractic, we use QNRT, Quantum Neuro Reset Therapy. QNRT resets the brain's response to emotional triggers by addressing past and present trauma. By resetting the brain's response to emotional trauma, you can clear the way for your physical body to heal. Don't let unresolved issues hold you back. Go to beyondchiropractic.com and discover the answers your health deserves. Find out more and how to book an appointment at beyondchiropractic.com. Does your child struggle with sensory issues? Do they fight getting dressed in the morning, or are they anxious to go to school? Are they easily overwhelmed and overstimulated by lights and sounds? At Whole Family Chiropractic, we love helping parents understand why their child is struggling, and more importantly, how to help. We use safe, gentle, and effective neurologically-based chiropractic to help your child's brain feel calm, safe, and organized. For more info, visit sensoryhelpmn.com. That's sensoryhelpmn.com. Would you like to create more freedom in your life? Developing higher consciousness and sovereignty is the currency for that freedom. Transformation expert Nancy Claremont Cart with the Joy Effect empowers leaders to transform their lives and impact using conscious leadership principles. Nancy is offering a transformational eight-week group coaching program Conscious Leadership Transforms, starting October 24th to help leaders create more joy, abundance, and freedom. 
Register now at nancyclaremontcar.com. This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and guest co-host Dr. Erica Way, where we have been delving into the beautiful modality that you have um, embraced and done deep study and practice with both personally and professionally around QNRT um, and how that has supported both yourself and the people you work with. And I've had the joy of having the experience with you as well, uh, getting themselves free from some subconscious patterning or conscious patterning and sometimes both <laughs> right, for sure. around heart walls um, miasms, belief systems that, you know, we might not even realize they've been running us. I, I mean, I know for myself, um, having the experience of alopecia, I had a unconscious belief system running in my mind and it took me a long time to recognize it. It was, I recognized it through my study of yoga, right. And self-study, um, that I had this voice inside my head that was like, who can't grow hair? Like, you must be a failure. And I didn't even realize that voice was like on repeat, right? Like, just, and when I recognized it and heard it, because it was almost like a cacophony background, right? When oh, I sure. when I recognized it and heard it for the first conscious time, because at a subconscious level, it was running me, I was like, oh my gosh, I've been so mean to myself. Like, and that belief system isn't, you know, does I, I, it, I, it doesn't need air. It doesn't need attention. Like it needs to heal and release, but not stay in my system as the chorus. Right, and you know, it's it's interesting that you that that came about with the movement and the physical body, right? Mm-hmm. That 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 was clearly a way that you released and there's many ways to release these stored emotions or belief systems in the body. If it's yoga or body work or somatics, yep. Oh, somatics for sure. That's, that's, that's how I got to it. Somatics and yoga. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And, and you know so much more about that than I do, but, but knowing that um, I find that, you know, when you're working on one of the bodies, remember we were talking about the physical body or the emotional body or the energetic or spiritual body, um, that if you have, for example, let's go back again to the physical body and sugar that causes inflammation, that lowers our frequency, that, um, that can block our ability to get to the emotional peace or even the awareness that the emotional piece is there. So by honoring each body, and I think we all start with one, you know, some people are like physical body and other people need to work on the emotional. And then some people really need to work on the spiritual body mm-hmm. based on their own experiences. But, um, but I love that that was your experience with movement and how you could, um, how some of those, were released. And then would you have needed a QNRT on that? You may not have. That might have been the release. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, um, I think like possibly, possibly not. For me, and, and because yoga is such a vast study of like studying the mind, studying the emotional body, the breath body, the wisdom sheath and the physical body, it was like 
doing some of the neuromuscular re-education through somatics and and then doing some of the mind work of like, oh, is like starting to identify some of the like, why is this showing up physically? Oh, what is the mental patterning I have around it? You know, because our body and how we use it emanates our level of consciousness, right? And so, you know, this mind isn't something that's invisible. It's mentally being presented by the physical. And it's, I like to think of the mind as like, the brain might be the dashboard of a car, right? It tells us how hot we are, when we're empty, when we need to be refueled, if we're going right or left, fast or slow, you know, how the circuits are running. But the mind is the whole condition of the car. It's, you know, what color it is. It's, is it in pristine, luminous nature? Or does it have rust on it because we've been overusing part of the mind to our disservice? And then how do we polish off that rust and bring it back to that? It's perfection, right? Because the mind is perfect. It's all the, it's what we put on the mind that creates patterns of unease or mental constriction or emotional constriction or breath constriction and therefore the physical constriction. Well, that's a great analogy. And, and I don't, I think that, um, that awareness that there is, um, even if we talk in universal terms, right? I mean, there's one mind, there's one way we get, you know, I mean, we all, we were all born perfect. Right. And so, um, so if we can start with that pristine image, you know, what, what were some of the things that happened first and what was going, what was going on in our lives when that happened? Mm-hmm. That made yeah. us forget. Well, for sure. And, you know, I mean, disassociation, yep. is a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. And, and there are sometimes when a trauma is so extreme mm-hmm. that the video tape or movies that we have going on in our head that we like to call memories are literally <laughs> edited out. I mean, it's, it, they're on the cutting room floor, never to be seen again. And yet the trauma still, uh, influences, influences. And here's, here's what I would say is one of the most important bits of advice that I can give anyone on this journey. And that is that it is a process and not an event. Hmm. So we want to get better now. So I'm going to go and do this and I'm going to go off gluten for a week or I'm going to take this supplement and then I'll be better. Well, you may not be better. You may have opened up an opportunity for something else to come up. And so I, I, I will say, for example, like I had a young girl who was eight years old and was struggling with stomach pain. Everything in her history told me that when they took her tonsils out at five years old, they never killed the strep infection that was still in her gut, right? Mm. But they just removed the symptom. Mm. She wasn't having sore throats anymore. But when I tested her, it didn't come up in her um, in her testing that she had strep. What came up was dairy, gluten, and sugar. So the body's like, get rid of this stuff. And then 10 days later, 90% of her symptoms disappeared and we could start to handle the stress or the strep 
if we hadn't, you know, uh, homeopathically uh, and with herbs. So if we, you know, we have to, un- we are layers. We are the onion and we have to peel it and we can't just cut the onion in half because that's not the way to deal with it. No, and that creates more harm than than stepping into that frequency of love for self and others. Um, right. That we as human beings can emanate powerfully when we uh, aren't being blocked. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well, what would um, – so, you know, if – I'm sitting here listening to this and I'm thinking, hmm, I may have a heart wall or, you know, like what is, is there some first steps someone can take even before they come see you uh, for this uh, support to heal their heart wall, to heal some of those unconscious belief systems? Um, you know, is there like an invitation that you might give the listeners like, hey, I'm curious how to step on to this pathway of freedom or this pathway of sovereignty. Well, you know, I think we all have our own journey. And I think a lot of people either talk to their friends, what have their experiences been, are drawn to or hear about books. Um, maybe they see a movie. You know, here's what I would say. I don't think there's any one path. Right. But knowing that, you know, just trust your instincts and and don't, you know, I mean, you're going to be led uh, like I was led, like you were led to try this one and hear about this. But but be open to the idea that you're not broken, that it that you were born perfect and that there is a solution and just be a part and let it be a part of the journey that you came here to have. Because I could say, read Brene Brown. I could say, read uh, The Journey of Souls. But but I found those because I was searching and I had pain and I found and talked to a friend and they recommended that. And so I would say, you know, you will find your way with setting the intention that knowing that it's the process and not the event. And and that's beautifully said because that power of intention is something that's within each of us. And so even that gentle invitation to become aware of what is the intention we want to manifest, what is um, – I know for me, sometimes it's like if I have a story running, whatever that story is, that is what I'm going to pay attention to in my outside world. You know, oh, see, there's that story. It's manifesting. It's manifesting. It's manifesting. Whereas if I stop and get more aware of the story that's internally running, and that might, for me, that's, you know, being out in nature sometimes or sitting down and you know, becoming aware internally of what's happening within me and say like, hey, what if I start to consider that I want to manifest a different story and start to imagine? Sometimes it takes me a moment to have to imagine it first and then start to believe it and then start to see it. And I'm not talking like, you know, to be in denial. I'm talking just to like, become curious and conscious of, oh, 
I've been assuming that I'm going to experience this, and so therefore I'm experiencing it here, there, and everywhere. Whereas when I start to shift it, it shifts my behavior, it shifts my emotions, it shifts what I pay attention to, how I respond, it shifts my frequency of it. It's that's very true. And, and it's, you know, I mean, we will walk around the box on the floor until we can't take it anymore. You know, I mean, because it becomes, <laughs> it becomes the obstacle, right? And it's just like, oh, I don't go straight down the hallway. I have to walk around the box, you know, and so right. we have to trip over it so many times until we're like, I get it. Got it. Got to move it. And so, you know, break it down, recycle it. (laughs) Right. And then recycle it. But when the why is big enough, the how takes care of itself, you know, and, and here's the good news. Do you like good news, Elizabeth? I love good news. And I think we should leave our community of listeners on some good news for these last few minutes. Your body Source, God, universe, whatever energy is communicating with you, it can always, it can feel physical a lot of times, it can feel emotional, will continue to give you the messages until you're ready to hear it. Mm. There's, the, it doesn't say, oh, you didn't hear me the first time, so too bad. It says, okay, well, I've got another loving lesson for you. I know Bob didn't work out, but Jim isn't going to either. But we're going to introduce you to Jim. And until you can figure that out, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, okay, we're going to have another pizza. Let's see how that feels. Or have another uh, whole bottle of red wine. You know, I mean, we all have the things. And until we, you know, the lessons will always be there for us. Yes, indeed. And that invitation to learn and choose different or rewrite the script is always available, which is good news. Always available. It's the best news. Indeed. Um, Any last thing you want to say about um, this whole journey into sovereignty? And Here's what I would say. I would say that the work that you are doing and starting with this radio show is so amazing just to put out there that we can explore our freedom, that we have freedom and that we are not um, slaves in the physical, emotional or spiritual realm and bringing that awareness. I just am so grateful to you for, for the opportunity and, and really appreciate the platform to share this on a wider scale. Well, thank you. And the feeling is very mutual. And um, I'm so grateful that you're doing what you're doing in the world. And you're Dr. Erica Way at beyondchiropractic.com. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I'm Elizabeth Sullivan with Exploring Sovereignty and um, SomaSoulSovereignty.com. And Together, it's been a delight and a pleasure and a privilege to explore sovereignty with you, Erica. So thank you for your time, your energy, your wisdom, and your brilliance. Mm -hmm.